Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am so excited to have Sarah Caroline Bridgers here with me today. If you do not follow her on TikTok, it is a colorful place to be and a very travel centric one to be on. Um, and it is such a cool experience to follow her. And I'm going to kick it over to her and let her introduce herself and then we'll get into this. Yes. Okay. Hey guys, I'm Sarah Caroline. A lot of people know me as Sarkar on TikTok and Instagram. Um, I, first of all, this is my first podcast to be on. I'm a podcast host with my sister. Um, we have one called Go Call Your Sister, but I've never actually been a guest on a podcast before. So very exciting day for me. Um, I'm like a full-time content creator, um, influencer on TikTok and Instagram for the last about a year now. I just share my journey of traveling, um, kind of an unconventional way of living life post-grad and just showing people that there's a bunch of routes out there that are um, not really commonly talked about or taught in school. So yeah. that's kind of my mission, just sharing my life. And um, I, let's see more about me, my Zodiac sign. I liked it. We talked about that earlier. I'm a Pisces, so I'm a water baby yes. for sure. Um, I'm always happiest in the water and always happiest in the sun. So um and yeah that's kind of about me right now I'm located I'm in Oxford Mississippi which is my hometown um for the holidays and I'm getting ready to move in a little over a month so yeah very cool I love that I have a fellow Pisces you don't yeah when's your birthday March 7th okay I'm March 1st so okay okay it's, I don't typically see a lot of, or get to talk to a lot of Pisces. It's like, sometimes we're, we're spread very far and wide. I'm like, where are my Pisces people? Literally, literally. And I feel like it's so wild because when I lived in Hawaii, even like, I mean, it all miss, I had, I don't think I had like one or two friends that were Pisces, but it was also like not something people talked about. Like yes. we weren't out being like, so what's your Zodiac sign? But then when I moved to Hawaii, it was like such a shift in the yes. people who were there. And yeah. it was such a common question people would ask. And I realized that there were so many Pisces out there. I don't know if it was because like they were drawn to the water or wow. like nature, but it was really interesting. Like almost all of my friends there and that I worked with were all Pisces. So that's so interesting. I want to kick it off. You just mentioned Hawaii. You graduated Ole Miss, and you've even started sharing this in an ebook that you mm-hmm. created because you were getting so many questions. Mm-hmm. Just starting off, what after Ole Miss, what made you want to go and do move to Hawaii with your best friend Grace? Okay, so I think before I even start this story, it's really important for me to set the scene for everybody here. So I like. I'm from Oxford, Mississippi, which is it where Ole Miss is. So Ole Miss is my hometown. Um, I've always been the biggest homebody ever. Like I went to camp like two or three times as a child and I would just cry the whole time and write my parents letters. Like, I don't know what I deserve to like what I did to deserve this, but I'll never do it again. They were like, you wanted to go like your friends were going, you asked to go. So I just like hated being away from home. I loved Oxford so much. I love my family. We're really close. So I just never looked at any other schools. And then all through college, I kind of assumed that my path looked really similar to my older sister, Allie. We're five years apart, but she went to Ole Miss, graduated, moved to Nashville, Tennessee. It seemed like, you know, as far away as I ever wanted to be, like four hour drive max. And it was just like, she was there. So it felt like the perfect fit. Um, So 
my junior year um, at Ole Miss, we, in March, we went into COVID, COVID college, um, went on spring break and then like never really went back to school. And so I was on Zoom for about a year and a half, my last year and a half of school. And I remember I was a senior and I kind of started thinking about what I was going to do next. And I just assumed, oh, I guess I'll just start applying for jobs and move to Nashville. And I had a bunch of friends from Ole Miss moving. So it just felt really good and comfortable and um, like an easy path. So it fast forward, it's like February of um, 2021. I was getting ready to graduate and we'd actually taken a family trip to Nashville for my mom's birthday. And I remember I had still not applied for jobs. I'd put it off. I was literally so stressed. I had no idea what direction I wanted to go with my life. And I just felt just so panicked, but I went to Nashville and I remember like the only thing I took away from the whole trip is like, it was almost like someone like whispered in my ear, like, you're not supposed to move here. Like, right. I'm just letting you know. And I was like, so I got home and I, I was thinking like, cause I've always been, you know, very spiritual. Yes. My dad calls it like woo woo. Um, <laughs> I've always been like really big on listening to your intuition. And I've always yes. thought I've had a really like loud intuition and driving voice. So I heard that in the back of my head and I was like, oh my gosh. I'm not supposed to move to Nashville. And I was just, it was like, it was, it made everything worse because I was like, that's all I was planning on doing. Right. What I'm supposed to do with my life. So I just started praying about it. And I've always been someone who like really, really seeks the Lord and what direction I'm supposed to go in because I know I can't figure it out on my own. So I just started praying, you know, it was like, I was just panicked. So I just started right. praying all the time. And um, it was almost like, I was being on, like, I was on a pranking show. Yeah. Everyone I ever talked to for the next, like, three weeks was just like, yeah, I was in Hawaii. I just got back from Hawaii. Or, like, they'd be wearing a Hawaii shirt. Or there was, like, a Hawaii license plate in Mississippi, which makes no sense. Like, it was just all of these little synchronicities yeah. were kind of being thrown in my face. And while I was at Ole Miss, I dated someone for a while who was from Hawaii. So I went and visited once. And that was the only time I ever went, like, for eight days. And I remember thinking that I loved it there so much, but I never, ever, ever thought I'd move there because I was like a crippling homebody. Um, and anyways, I just listened to all these signs and listened to like what I felt like God was telling me, which was to not get a nine to five full-time job right away, right. but to take a huge leap of faith and move to Hawaii. And so I started telling people this um here and there because I was really afraid to tell people and because the reaction was exactly what I expected to be they were like you're so crazy oh yeah that's never gonna work for you you're gonna hate it it's too expensive you like you can't even be four hours from home you're never gonna make it like whatever right and um I just started talking about it like slowly but surely and um about a month later my best friend Grace Perry I call her Perry um, she had been sent home from a study abroad for, from COVID. Okay. So she was kind of itching to do something different as well. And I was just telling her like, look, this is like the only time we have to do this because we don't have job commitments. We don't have boyfriends. We don't right. have kids. We're not married. Like yeah. this is like the time to send it. And so yeah. she agreed to go with me and 
literally the doors just start opening. And I'm such a believer that like when you're following God's path for your life and what you're hearing, you know, in your intuition. And I kind of see like in my mind, God and the universe being like the same thing. So when I talk about the universe, people get confused, but I feel like when you're following like that plan for your life, the doors just start opening. I just start walking through them and a few months later I had moved to Hawaii and I literally remember thinking when I moved there like how did I get here like I don't know what I'm doing here and it was honestly the greatest decision of my life because it has changed everything and I don't know who I would have been if I would not have done that Absolutely. Now, did the, when you first got there, did the homebody in you kick in? Like, did you become homesick or were you kind of just sailing through? So this is really funny, but I had this coping mechanism that I, I think I made up. I've never heard anyone recommend this, like even therapists, like no one's ever heard of this, but I had this coping mechanism. So every time I get freaked out because Hawaii is very far away. Like if you look on the map, zoom in, it's very far and it's not connected and especially to Mississippi. So I had this coping mechanism that every time I would get like really like kind of, oh my gosh, I'm far away. I would just tell myself that I was in Florida and I had gone to Florida like a lot with my family. And, you know, so I just be like, oh, why are you freaked out? You're just in Florida. Like you could just drive home if you wanted to, like you're fine. And so that was my coping mechanism when I first got there. But what really shocked me, and I talk about this a lot in my ebook, is that my whole life I was just told, you know, you're such a homebody, like you're the biggest homebody, you love being home. And I don't know if it was just a combination of being told that so many times and like loving my family and loving being at home that I just like believed that. Like it was kind of like I believed a narrative that people were just feeding me all the time. So when I actually got to Hawaii and I realized like, actually, I'm really not as much of a homebody as I thought. And I think that the scariest thought, the the scariest part of the decision-making process is just deciding to go. And then once you get there and you realize that you're there, you're fine, you know, It's, I just realized that I don't think I'm as much of a homebody as I believed that I was like my whole life, or maybe I outgrew it. I don't know, but it it was just different. A lot of my friends, they left home at like 18 and went to college, moved away from their parents, but I was doing it all at like 20, 21, uh, 22. Yeah. 22. And it was kind of my first time to leave, but yeah, I think that it was just something that I told myself, but I don't really think I'm as much of a homebody as I believed I was at the time. I love being at home, but yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, and it makes total sense. Um, Set the stage for me whole year in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. What is, what does that whole year look like once you've gotten there? Job, uh, what housing? I know you've talked about this in your ebook, but like, Mm -hmm. what is, what does that look like for you? So I moved out there. I didn't have a job. I told my parents at that point I was making, like pretty okay money doing social media. I had done it kind of as a side thing and I had a jewelry business as well. Um, So I was making like okay money on the side, but I told my parents like, I'm going to get a job um, and I don't know what it's going to be, but, and originally my parents were like, well, you're not going to move there without a job. But 
I started applying for like all these like little part-time jobs, like, you know, at a coffee shop, a restaurant, and they wanted me to come and interview like that day. So I was like, okay, I need to be there to apply for these jobs. And because I didn't know how long I was going to be in Hawaii originally, I don't even think I've ever written about this, but originally I was only moving from July to November because I set like a shorter lease just to like, yeah. You know, if we loved it, we would extend it. But if we didn't love it, we could just come back. So Absolutely. I told my parents, like, I'm not going to be applying for like a big, you know, big girl adult job. Absolutely. I'm just going to try to find something, you know, part time and somewhere where I can make some tips because Hawaii is a big tourism place. So yes. you're making tips, you're making really good money. Yeah. Um, so we got out there and this is actually a funny like side story, but originally I had applied to work as a photographer on what I thought was a party boat, like a booze Um, Because I've always loved photography. And so I like had kind of been in contact with these people for a few months. This is how yeah. I was like, oh, mom and dad, I have a job like set up. It's like, it, I'm going to go when I get there. So I go in and meet these people and they're like, okay, well, can you come out tomorrow and do like a test run day and like just follow along? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So what I thought was for a booze cruise, it was actually an underwater photographer position for a dolphin tour. And I'm not even a good swimmer. Like on the <laughs> swimming level, I'm probably like a four out of 10, like enough to like have fun, but not yeah. nothing like to be in the water for a long time and be photo- photographing like tourists and right. dolphins. So I went on this whole day and was like dragged out to the West side, given this huge camera, like no, no floaties was like taking pictures. And I was like, I don't even know how I just did this, but I ended up saying, okay, this probably isn't the job for me. And I um, was there for like two weeks. The first week we just kind of like got our field. And the second week we started applying for jobs and I ended up getting like an amazing part-time job um, in a coffee shop in Waikiki, which is where we were living and it was great I worked like three to four days a week I had like free coffee free food met all these people I would make so many friends just by like meeting people in the in the cafe and people that I worked with and it was amazing it was such a good routine for me because coming from school and being even like on zoom I was used to having you know something to be you know, accountable for show up. I needed a routine. I'm a person. I love like structure and routine. So I having that job kind of helped me like separate, you know, this isn't just like an endless vacation. It gives me somewhere to be and something to do. Um, So I worked there the whole time I was in Hawaii. I came home for Christmas for like six weeks and they let me keep my job when I went back. So I worked there and then we ended up moving um, in June and that's went to Italy. So what a crazy experience and just following along on your plot, what you made incredible friends. You got to, uh, with the days you weren't working, going Mm -hmm. and exploring. I'm going to ask the cliche question of what your favorite activity or favorite memory you have just from your time there. Definitely. I mean, that was a thing I told people. I was like, I want to move to Hawaii and I want to, I want to like work, work enough to live. I don't want to like just get there and work the whole time. I'm not really like, I want to make sure I don't miss out on the experience because Hawaii is really expensive place to live. So you do have to work a good bit. Um, 
but I ended up like with my job being able, I'd work like 6 a.m. to noon. So then I'd have the whole day to, you know, do exploring activities. But I think like my favorite memory out of everything that we did there was just like everything that revolved around my friend group and my friends there, it came together in a very um, crazy way. But basically my, one of my best friends, her name's Blaine. um, We met through TikTok and it was so wild because when I started talking about moving, you know, you're like TikTok and your phone listens to you and like yes. everything that you say, you start seeing. Oh God, yeah. As soon as I started like kind of looking into living in Hawaii and my TikTok became all Hawaii videos. Yes. And Lane popped up and I was like, okay, this girl, you know, she went to school in Florida. She was in a sorority. Yes. She's a blonde thing and she's living in Hawaii. So she was like my blueprint. I didn't even know her, yes. but I was like watching all of her videos and um, ended up like long story short we wildly became best friends like the first day I moved there so we ended up like getting in contact from TikTok and then yeah. became best friends so she had already had a lot of friends on the island she lived there for six months um, okay. before we got there so we ended up just kind of being thrown into this like amazing friend group of people who were like so different than the people that I had been around at Ole Miss like yeah people who just did not care about like materialistic things or you know what like the party culture it was just all about like exploring doing fun things and um I'll never forget like a lot of her friends had left and they had started coming back and um the day that I like really really got to know a lot of them who are now like my best friends we did a drive like up the east side um all the way to north shore and we stopped along the way and there's all these like little hidden beaches with things and it's just so magical and I remember um on that day like just meeting all of them being like wow we're gonna have so many friends and (laughs) that was something I really like was so scared of was I mean obviously I moved with um a few friends but I was so worried that we would have a hard time meeting people and just like how blessed we were to have just such an incredible group of friends while we were there just made every day like even the days that were kind of boring it made them so much better now Hawaii was where you really got a ton of people following your channel on TikTok and all of you moving there for that year but it was really your next trip where people became really invested and started asking you those questions of Mm-hmm. How the hell are you doing this, Sarah? Yeah, exactly. How are you able to afford this and how are you traveling? Because your next destination, as you hinted at a little bit earlier, was Italy. Yeah. You go there. How like how did that come together? Yeah, I think that's honestly the craziest thing and why I decided to write my ebook is because people are just always so shook. Like, how are you doing this? I don't understand how you're doing this. Like, what do you mean? Is right. your parents paying for this? And it like blew my mind because, you know, I try to tell people like living, especially in Italy is a lot cheaper than people think. And like, also you can go live in Hawaii and work at a coffee shop and right. like you can do it. And I think that people just kind of have this idea. The same thing that I had before I decided to go was like, this is so unachievable and this can never right. be. Um, and that's why I decided to write my ebook about, but yeah, so we were living in Italy and we actually um, had two friends that I met through working at the coffee shop, Drew and Aaliyah, who are a couple. And um, they were talking to us kind of like in the fall. So this is like October, November, before we went home for Christmas last year. Yeah. And they were saying like, okay, well, you know, what's your plan after your lease is up in Hawaii? Like, what are you guys going to do? And me and right. Perry, were like, well, 
you know, originally at that point, I thought I was going to like move to Nashville. Like I was still thinking I was going to live in Nashville eventually. And I was like, I think that like, I might just go settle down somewhere and you know, like start a life like in one place. And they were like, (laughs) oh, like we were thinking about moving to Italy and me and Perry were like, Italy. And at this point I had never even been to Europe. My family, like we just would all like, we would go to the beach and stuff, but we just weren't like a big traveling family. So I'd never been to Europe only seen pictures but they had all been and they were like oh it's so great you'll love it so we kind of started this plan of like okay we're gonna move to Italy and I was you know me and Perry decided like well this is the best time to do it because we have a furnished apartment in Hawaii that's like we don't have a bunch of furniture it came furnished and we don't have job commitments still and we're working these little part-time jobs and we still like we're just really free to do this. So why don't we keep going? And so we kind of started this plan um, in the spring of this year. We kind of started like formulating the plan, looking at yeah. apartments. And that's when it kind of hit me was like, oh my gosh, living in Europe is so much cheaper than living in Hawaii. And I was <laughs> shocked. Like we were finding these beautiful apartments. The one that we ended up finding, um, if you've ever been to Florence, Italy, that's where we were living, but it's there's they have the Duomo. Our apartment was like basically inside of the Duomo, like right there. We were paying $450 each a month, which is crazy. Like, especially compared to what we were paying to live in like a little shoe size New York style apartment in Hawaii. Yeah. So I started realizing like, okay, wait, the cost of living so much cheaper, you know, we can really do this, especially like being able to save money and make it happen. So we kind of had the plan come together and we got an apartment in Italy and um, Blaine, my best friend I was talking about earlier, she decided to hop in on the plan. Yeah. And it's actually funny because Drew and Aaliyah, the ones who kind of like formulated the plan, they ended yeah. up not coming because Aaliyah's having a baby. She's actually due today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they ended up having to kind of pull back. So Blaine deciding to come was like perfect. She like filled their room and um, yeah, we, came home in June and then we moved in July to Florence, Italy. And that was equally crazy. You know, right. people were, I think people were a little less shocked because I had, you know, done the initial move to Hawaii. Right. So they're like, okay, she's obviously not going to die, Let's but stop being here. still pretty crazy. And um, while I was in Hawaii, I, in the beginning, I kind of documented like the moving process on TikTok and yeah. started having a little bit of a following from that. But once I got out there, I got really busy and I wasn't really like prioritizing social media. And right. then in January of this year of 2022, I decided that I was going to really try to grow and take it seriously. So by the time our Italy move came around, I had kind of grown a pretty good size following at that yeah. time. And I just kept people like really updated on the move. We kind of like teased the move we didn't tell people we were moving for a long time and like we like really hyped it up um on social media so we had a lot of people invested in that move and I guess that's kind of how my following really started growing was once we were in Europe
biggest culture changes for you outside of the expense differences between Hawaii and Italy, but going not in a very short amount of time being home, but what was some real big differences for you? Yeah. So I definitely, definitely underestimated this move. Like to me, Hawaii had felt very foreign in a bunch of ways. I mean, I was around a lot of different people. I was in a whole different place. I was far away. So I kind of thought, oh, well, I know that it's the United States, but I've pretty much already lived like out of the country right. and right. away. So this will probably be really easy. And I really didn't do any research about Italy. I People would always be like, oh, I live there. Like we should call and talk about it. I have so many tips. And I was like, it's fine. I'm good. I'm just going to go. And it was a really quick turnaround from like coming home from Hawaii and moving to Italy. So I just didn't want to have a bunch of time to look into it. And I remember the first night that I got there like my jet lag was horrible um I couldn't sleep but I was so exhausted I think I was up for like two and a half days without sleeping and yeah was so tired I remember like waking up in the middle of the night and being like oh my gosh like I'm really far away and I don't know anything that's going on here and this is really not a good feeling and so that first night I remember kind of realizing the culture differences and how big of an adjustment that it was that I had just really not taken into consideration. Um, so I would say that, and I tell people this a lot, but I had a really hard time adjusting to living in Italy because it was just so different. It was the first time that I truly felt far away from home. Um, so I had to take a lot of extra steps to like feel more at home there. And, um, it was just kind of getting used to like the pace of life was really yeah. slow yes. and everything was just, you know, I'm a very like fast paced person. I like things to go and yeah. be done and, yeah. you know, things would happen and, you know, like our apartment flooded and like people would come like eight days later to fix it. And I was like, what is going on? Like, this is so crazy. So just kind of like learning the culture and, you know, the differences, there's a lot of good things to take from that. Like, the art of being relaxed like that was something I never really put into practice is like hey just slow down like it's gonna get done eventually so yeah the culture shock was real especially for me um Perry and Blaine and my other friends out there they had all like been to Europe a lot growing up and I just never been so um yeah, it was a lot harder than I anticipated to adjust for it's, sure. It's not a it's not a drive to Florida, that's for sure. No, no. You can imagine that. <laughs> I couldn't even if I tried use that coping mechanism. I was like, I've never been here. I felt like I was in the set of a Harry Potter movie. Like that's yeah. how I felt the whole time. It was like cobblestones, everything was different, people <laughs> were on little bikes, and I'm like, where am I? So that took a hot, a hot minute to adjust. Hot minute. Now, when you got in the flow of things, it seems like every weekend you guys were doing the thing that most people are super jealous of, of Europeans, of getting to take advantage of the really, I don't want to say cheap, but cheaper travel expenses and getting to go to some incredible places. Yeah. Tell us more about what you guys were able to do and took advantage of that. So something I didn't realize because I'm not a geography person, like had not done any research. I'm not even kidding, like zero research, (laughs) but Europe is very small, you know, compared to living in the United States. So you can easily fly from one country to another in like an hour. And 
I was absolutely shocked because they have all of these little budget airlines in Europe. Yeah. And I got would get on the internet because we started we started like, you know, planning little trips and yeah. all the money that we were saving on our rent being so affordable, we were kind of taking like everything else and just throwing it towards traveling and seeing yeah. as much as we could see Absolutely. while we were there. So um we would get on like Google flights or like Skyscanner and they'd have, you know, whiz air flights to Paris for like $14. And I was like, is this real? Like I kept saying, like, is this a scam? Like, what? Yeah. What do you mean, fourteen dollar flight? So we started um, just realizing how cheap it was to travel right. um, within Europe, and we had our Eurorail passes. So we were really utilizing the trains, and right. our goal was just kind of to see as much as we could. And I think pretty early on, eventually, um, or in the beginning, we kind of thought we didn't have a visa. And I talked about this in my ebook as well, but our plan was to live there and just feel it out, see if we liked it, and then um, either move to London or Croatia and then come home for the holidays and apply for our visas to go back. Yep. But I think that I knew pretty quickly after the first few weeks that I didn't see myself um, living there for an extended period of time. Yep. And I think the other girls felt the same way. So when we kind of came to that realization, we really kicked it into high gear. We were like, we know we're going to leave eventually. We need to see as much as we can see. Yeah. So yeah. we started planning all of these trips and, you know, staying in hostels and going to these different yeah. places. It was so great. But the pace of life at that point was it started to feel a little bit chaotic because yeah. we were just packing it in, but oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for it because I got to see so many places, like places I had always told people. I remember it really hit me when I went to Greece because, you know, when you like are in school, they ask you, where's your dream vacation? And I'd always say, I'd love to go to Greece. Yeah. And I got to go twice. And I remember being yeah. there and saying like, wow, incredible. you know, this is so incredible. And the fact that I'm getting to do this as yeah. such a young person. And it was just, that was kind of, I think the biggest shock was just like the gratitude of getting to do all of that. It's, I, I, uh, I think almost two years ago now, I totally forget. It was 2019 before all of COVID came and just trapped us all down. Um, we had gone and done two weeks over in Europe of just going from Paris to then Athens and Santorini. And it, it definitely was, Paris was the exploring. We were, it was so much history. You're walking around, you're seeing it all. You're eating the incredible food. You get to Athens, you're still doing the exploring and so much history and you get to Santorini and you're like, I'm gonna go lay by the pool. Exactly. Exactly. With the water and I'm gonna chill for a little bit. Exactly. But it is so funny because there are so many places like the Amalfi Coast Mm -hmm. that you get there and you're like, I'm just gonna chill here. I'm just gonna sit sit right here and and relax. Yeah. We were always just on the go, like, okay, you know, and we were doing everything in the cheapest way possible. So it was a lot of the time not very calm. So we were like have like five trains, oh, three yeah. ferries, two flights. We get there and just be like, oh my gosh, like I'm dead. Um, but it was it was amazing and all those things, you know, like my parents had have never even been to Europe and yeah. most people like have Absolutely. not had the chance to travel and see yeah. those things. So I was just like in basically shocked the whole time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Am I here? Like what is going on? <laughs> Out of body experience kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. I think one of my favorites that I saw was when you guys went to Positano and the stairs. 
and watching oh. you guys carry the suitcases up the stairs. I was yeah. like, this is great for me to know though. There were a lot of places that we went, honestly. And like, I've always known that social media was a highlight reel, like just being a part oh, of it yeah. myself. I've always known that, you know, what you see is 1% of what's really going Absolutely. on. I got to Positano though. And I had seen like these Instagram models and like there were ball trips and they're yeah. all like laid out on the beach. Oh, yeah. And I just personally was shocked because I did not think it was anything like it was advertised online like we were like hauling our bags up like three thousand flights of stairs I'm like okay I don't know if you could come here if you were like right. older or like pregnant or like right. you know, not in shape like this is the craziest experience of my life like no one's ever talked about this on social media so yes. that was kind of something that I tried to do like while we were in Europe was also show kind of the crazy things that would happen because you know you always see like the beautiful aesthetic things and yes. sometimes that was not it. So <laughs> it happens. And I'm glad you showed that part. Cause I was like, I know my overpacking self does not need to pack a whole lot because literally, I regret. literally like regret, big regret. <laughs> it was wild. It was so crazy. And that whole trip in itself was just so crazy, but you know, you look back on it and like laugh, but in the moment you're like, oh my God, <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> Literally. I'm like, why don't they post about this? This is crazy. This should be illegal. <laughs> the amount of stairs we're walking right now. <laughs> it was just like, look up and there was no end. Like it was like, looked like we were just going to heaven. I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> if this is it guys, this is it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, if we have to perish, I guess Positano is not a bad place. Yeah, not a bad place to be, that's for sure. Connecting, the thing that's been connecting you to you with all of your followers and everything has been TikTok. You mentioned it briefly. Is there an idea of growth here? You create this ebook, you've done presets, but is there an idea of, okay, I want to do this. I, I enjoy the unconventional nine to five and doing all of these is there an idea in your head for growth and keeping this going on tiktok definitely so i'm kind of in a period right now where i've been struggling with that a little bit because you know my whole following is kind of based around you know wild crazy traveling yeah, moving exciting places and after doing that for like two years i've kind of gotten to the point where i'm am kind of craving something that's more yeah. stable and yeah. like maybe not as exciting I mean obviously it's gonna be great when I move like it'll be really exciting but I'm definitely looking towards more of a like stable putting some roots Absolutely. down it is hard to also kind of live that transient lifestyle forever because I hate like having to always leave my friends and like yeah. making friends and having to leave them and yeah falling in love with places and having to leave yes. so I'm kind of feel like I'm gearing more towards um like settling down for a little bit which is like not what I post about ever yeah um but I'm also excited because I feel like my audience they kind of grow with me so Absolutely. I know that whatever I do like they'll be invested in because yeah. you know we're always changing and what we want changes um and also just because I'm like planning on being in one place for longer doesn't mean that I can't like yeah. still go and travel and do Absolutely. all these things. Absolutely. Um, 
but I am like really interested to see how my video style and kind of like content changes as I change and kind of like my pace of life changes a little bit um but that's kind of something that I've had to like get really clear on while I've been home and I'm planning out my next move is that I have to listen to like what I want to do and not what I feel like people want to see me do Um, because even though working in social media is so fun like you can't let it dominate your life like you have to do what is good for you (laughs) so Um, my ebooks were really fun to put out because I had so many people ask me questions all the time and I want to help every person. I'm like that kind of person. Like if I really could talk to every single person, I would do it and tell them exactly how, how I did it and how they should do it too. So I wrote the ebooks just so people can get kind of a feel of exactly what I did. I don't really post like exact numbers on social media, but I try to lay it out really in detail in my ebook. Um, And then something that I'm working on right now, which I think will be the next step is sort of the same guide, but how to do social media. So over the last year of kind of deciding that I was going to grow on social media and TikTok and figuring out the strategies that work and the ways that people can do it. That's what I've been working on next is kind of like an ebook slash maybe like video series on how to grow on social media because I literally tell people all the time I'm like I literally think everyone can do it like I think that you know if you set your mind to it everyone can do it so that's my next goal I've always loved um like just teaching and trying to kind of help guide people so I feel like that might be my calling next it's just like helping people as much as I can with the experience that I've gained at this point well I'm so excited to see where you land next Thank and you. I, I totally think that it, I, I resonate with what you were saying so much because my sister and I recently just got a house together. Super exciting to put it all together while stressful at the same time. Yeah. But it was really nice. I was on the road for three weeks straight going East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, West Coast. And I finally came back after three weeks and I was like, okay, I have a place to land my feet. Literally. I literally a bed, a bed to come back like a bed that I know is really comfortable and not a hotel exactly. bed and it, exactly. it is it is a really nice so I I hear your total yeah I used to dream about like itineraries and trips and planning and now I'm dreaming about like home decor like I'm oh. literally like always thinking about home decor yes. and I think it's because we've lived like for the past two years in places that were like pre-furnished it's never really felt like it was like yes. I mean I would always add my touches to it but like oh, it yeah. never felt like it was really mine yes and I'm just really excited to have someone that's like so me and like a reflection of me because uh-huh. I'm like kind of a mix between like chaotic traveler and like stability so if I could have like a little bit of both yes. I'm really happy about that I, I think that. it'll give me like it'll give me a whole other kind of like niche to go into is like you know making a home like I've always loved crafting and doing these little things and interior design so I think it'll be fun to kind of share that too I just hope people are like down for it because I'm I'm excited about it now I will tell you all boxes do not get unpacked immediately I we literally just unpacked our last box and I think we've been here like we moved in here in April 
Oh yeah. That's kind of how I see it going for me as well. Yeah. Because, and it's actually wild because, um, where I'm planning on moving, I have like some friends that are going to be there too, Okay, but everyone's kind of coming in at different times. So I don't know when it'll all be done and when it'll all be settled, but I'm just excited for yeah. like that process and to have another like yes. little project to focus yes. on. Since I haven't been home in a while, like my parents have started like, they like give, you know, oh, we gave your cousin your dresser and your brother has yeah. your table and your sister has your mattress. And I'm like, well, I guess I don't have anything. <laughs> I guess I get to start from scratch, but it'll yeah. be fine. Sarah, my last question for you is just what inspires you? Hmm. Let's see. Oh, so many things. I'm a very big like nature lover. I, you know, especially working on social media and like always feeling like I'm kind of looking at a screen. Yes. I try to, you know, do my best to just kind of put phones and computers down a couple of times throughout the day and just kind of get outside, even if it's freezing. I'm a big hot girl walker. Okay. Um, so just like getting outside, putting on a podcast, putting on music and just, you know, walking and listening and being in nature. I feel like that's where I get my most inspired just because I'm unplugged. I think yes. nowadays it's really tough, you know, being on social media and you feel like you can scroll. Like last night I found myself like scrolling for like an hour. I was like, what, what is this? I did like, you're like, what time is it? Where did, where did it go? Yeah. I was like, I'm always like, oh, I wish I had more time, but then I'm like scrolling. So I feel like to get really inspired, I just have to like unplug totally and get outside being around people, like even talking with you, like talking with like-minded people who are just like easy to bounce off of. I always feel so inspired after and really fueled. And I'm, I'm kind of a people person. Like I hate being by myself. So I feel like I get I'm most inspired when I'm bouncing off of other people and so that's so why it's important to always have good people around you. I learned yes. that as well because yeah. you're always bouncing off of and reflecting like the people around you. So if you're around good people, you're going to yes. do good. I have a I have a very small but mighty tribe and I, I learned that the very hard way. Like you don't yeah. need millions and millions of friends. You need a really like three to five core group of friends that are going to be with you through everything. Yeah. And are, are going to be honest with you. And so I, uh, I've learned that and I totally resonate with you because my, my group is small, but mighty and I love them. To yeah. Small. It's interesting. Like the older you get your friends, like just change so much, you know, they start to like, you know, in, in like high school and like college, a huge friend yeah. group, and you know, the older you get, it's like harder, especially when you're Absolutely. traveling and you're all over to like really pour energy into every person. So like, yes. The people that I am pouring energy to, I'm like, I love you so much. Like you're so special. So <laughs> I love that. And that group, that's the group that that like truly knows you too. And that's definitely thing. definitely. And it's just cool to see, you know, how you change. Like, and as every year goes by, just how different you are. I mean, if I like could sit down with my senior year self, who like didn't even know she was going to move to Hawaii yet, I would be like, Who are you? <laughs> you're so different. <laughs> And I love it. So I just get excited for every year and see how that kind of evolves, you know. That's very cool. Well, what a what a 2022 you've had. And I can't <laughs> wait to see what 2023 holds. I know Thank it's going to be so incredible much. with, with uh, wherever you're moving to. And uh, I know you. we're all going to be so excited to see where you land. 
Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. I can yes. finally check off my first podcast as a guest. So. I am I am honored that I'm the first one. Um, no, I'm and... honored to be here. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Absolutely. And if you guys do not follow Sarah, please go follow her. Go listen to her and her sister's podcast. Go call your sister. Um, and as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.